Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe Grandpa is across from me. He's got to spend at least a little time with his grandsons over the weekend. So welcome aboard, sir. Oh, glad to be here. Actually, we had a sleepover with our oldest grandson. We had a lot of fun. He well, came over to spend the night with us. All right. Well, good. Did you keep him occupied for five minutes? No, he keeps us occupied. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah, everybody loves grandchildren, especially the return time. Okay, here you go. That was fun. <laughs> no, he's a joy to have around all the time. All the time. Okay. Well, Mr. Joe McGranahan, good conservative around here, natural-born listener, but uh, an extraordinary broadcaster for uh, the better part of a century is with us. I am Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. Uh, I portray a liberal on this particular program, but a common sense thinking liberal, not a knee-jerk reactor, oh. ultra-left-wing. When are we going to start seeing that? Communist socialist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a little bit of a goal uh, woven into the introductions here as well. Uh, we still have a slowdown on Route 15 North as you approach River Road in the Lewisburg area because of an injury accident that happened about 7.30, about an hour ago, so... Uh, we'll keep you posted about that, but traffic's still slow getting by that. We also have an, a postponement of the route of the, uh, check that, the post-44 flag retirement ceremony and dedication that was set for this evening. That's been postponed. We don't have the new date for that yet. We'll keep you posted, okay? We'll keep you posted about post-44 activities. On the Market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Our fabulous sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company, so we always uh, thank them for being part of our show. Uh, the very basic accoutrements for you to know about them is that they are at two locations, North 4th Street and Sunbury's, where you find the Hyundai dealership and all the many, many, many Fords and uh, hundreds of the pre-owned vehicles that are in perfect condition, all ready to drive. But they also have a dealership on Routes 11 and 15, and that is the Kia dealership, and you'll find some of the selective pre-owned vehicles there. That's where you can run into Ernie and or Austin. And uh, look at the Kia. If you see the Kia Telluride the way I do, you'll know it's perfect vehicles and SUV, all-wheel drive, tons of space, uh, top-rated by Consumer Reports. But those are the basics of the Sunbury Motor Company, and so we invite you to visit those places or the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They also have a body shop uh, to do painting and uh, collision repair, and they also have an alignment shop and a parts department and a tow truck department and uh, many other departments. They even have a Kyle department there just to take good care of Kyle. They have to have a whole department. But uh, do as I've done for my next a vehicle and my previous vehicles start at sunburymotors.com build a Ford F-150 online as I've done and 
<laughs> we would very much like for you to be another very, very satisfied customer. Well, Sunbury Motor. poor old Joe, he's just having a lot of trouble with his mouth again. What? Yes. Oh, Joe Biden. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right, I get you now. <laughs> President you. Joe Biden fumbled during a press conference at the G Summit oh, Summit Sunday, mixing up Libya and Syria not once, but three times while discussing humanitarian aid to countries torn apart by civil war. The gaff-prone president was discussing possibly working with Russia and providing vital assistance to Libya, a population that's in real trouble. He then said that Russia had bitten off more than it can chew with its intervention in Syria but then added Libya to the mix. As long as they're in there without the ability to bring some order to the region, you can't do that very well without providing for the basic economic needs of people, Biden said. So I'm hopeful that we can find an accommodation where we can save the lives of people in, uh, for example, Libya. <laughs> One of the emailers or texters said, I need the media to come in and translate for us what Joe Biden, the president, is really saying. Someone else said, I guess when you're bombing so many countries at once, it's hard to keep up. The online outlet Red State editorialized that Biden had gone off the rails with his press conference. The mix-up came on the last day of the G7 summit, and he also said he was going to get in trouble if he didn't call on people in the exact order that was written out for him by his staff. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, we have to do okay. that. We can't just... Well, why don't we just make him a one-termer, <laughs> then we'll just stipulate that's all he gets is one term, and we'll move on. Then you can get President Trump back in there. Would you be happy now? Well, I'm not saying that President Trump has to come back in, but I'm just saying, you know, all these people who are saying all these terrible things about Trump. There was a great story in the Post this morning about 10 things that the media has gotten entirely wrong. They were all hated Trump so much that they reported immediately all these bad things about him, and now the stories are turning around and proven to be false, including the most recent revelation when he walked across Lafayette Park to go to that church, supposedly he had sicked the government's well. uh, people on, on these protesters. There was a planned event that he just happened to walk across when this all, was all going on. Well, I still don't believe it. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know how to say about that. Yeah, I was you know, one of all the people... this debunking, it's amazing that the media doesn't mention when their own assertions are debunked. I was one of the people that was uh, 150% certain that the president orchestrated that whole thing. Uh, I'm very disappointed to find out that not only was I guilty of the media rush to judgment, but that really almost all the media was. And the president has said when that happened um, that, you know, well, we talked a little bit about this last week, that it was, just, you know, just coincidence. Of course, nobody believed him and that his goal was to hold the Bible upside down in front of the church. Right. And, and, and they had every all these minions of the government push people out of the way so he could do it. Right. And shoot at uh, shooting, um, not tear gas, but chemical spray at, the, at yes. the protesters. But it turns out all that was planned for anyway. It's, right, I hope, so. I, I'm sure our friends E.B. and Tom will want to call in and apologize. <laughs> did you watch the Howie Kurtz show over the weekend? I the did. Me media buzz. Mm -hmm. Do you notice one thing about that show? What? He is one step behind us on every topic, whether it's Israel or, or the pushback against the president or the other, anything else he brought up yesterday. All of his topics were the things we've already asked yes, and answered. Yes, but he's summarizing the week. <laughs> well, right, I understand that. If we did a Sunday show where we recapped everything we did Monday through Friday, Thought it would Joe, sound very similar. Just take the compliment. He's on the same page He as is. Us. He's a very good Enjoy reporter. It. Very just good reporter. Quit complaining. Stan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, mark, I do have one some, something to say. Uh, I don't know if we can... Uh, the country can stand a full term of 
Biden or Harris. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. Uh, well, that's, you know, that's an under, understandable. I, I, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the G7 because, you know, it's all a bunch of leftists, you know, globalists out there doing that. But I did pay attention to, you know, Biden promising to give, what, 500 million doses of the COVID vaccine to the world. My question is, does anybody know exactly how much each dose costs? Because I don't know if I've ever seen uh, a number on that. You know, I haven't either. That's a very good question. And I've wondered that myself. You know, it's it was free. So the question is, I guess taxpayers are paying for it. And, uh, you know, well, we ought to get some benefit no, from it. Gr- Stan, your great-great-grandchildren are going to pay for it, and they don't care. <laughs> They, your grand, great-grandchildren have told us they don't care about any of this. They would like us all to keep spending. Yeah, they're, they're well, willing is, to foot the bill. <laughs> now, they may not be born yet, but they still feel strongly. Go ahead and tax the heck out of us in the future decades because we want you guys to have a good life. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give it a... I, I can almost bet. Now, this is just a figure coming out of my head. The COVID vaccine per person is no less than $5. Well, I think it'd be more than that. Double or triple that, probably triple or more, but five five dollars. I'll put five dollars out there. So, what's that? Uh, how many billions of dollars? Five hundred million times five. But that's, that's just two and a half billion dollars. That's right? just the shot. That doesn't count for the medical professionals who give it and the organization that required to dispense it. I mean, all that well, stuff figures into the cost. Well, too. That, that should be on the that should be on the countries receiving it. Now, it, it won't be. We'll we'll be kicking in for that because the first thing they bellyached about was uh, was the Pfizer needs the, or Moderna both need high or real low temperature storage, and they're we're whining about you know changing those requirements from the pharmaceutical companies these countries were because, you know, these uh, countries, you know, that can't afford the vaccines or whatever can't afford the low-temperature storage either. Right. So, so we'll have more to... money coming out of the U.S. Treasury paid well, for by the taxpayers. We're probably sending the Johnson & Johnson vaccine no, overseas. Pfizer. Is it Pfizer? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. So. Uh, Pfizer, I think, is what they said. But, you know, it could, it could, be, it could be one of the three or four whatever is out there because I just heard on your newscast that there's another one being uh, touted as being, you know, successful, you know, new vaccine where it hasn't had any approvals yet, you know, or, or, or temporary, what are, what are the emergency use Emergency for, uh, temporary. Approval. Emergency temporary approval. Right. So that, 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 that makes everybody a guinea pig. Anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs> well, I love uh, how this evolved so, on Friday. Stan, if you've monitored this over the pandemic, you know, initially Pfizer came out and everybody said, oh, it's got to be super cold. It's, you're going to see it primarily in urban areas because of the freezing temperatures, and then it'll trickle down into secondary rural areas. But you won't see it in the most remote parts. That's where either Moderna or Johnson Johnson. Now we're going to set <laughs> uh, to, uh, to some of the most remote remote places in the world Pfizer vaccine right. <laughs> I'm like and, and that's and um, that's why they're asking for them to adjust their recommendations or requirements for storage that that I heard last week on the news oh okay. ask, the, ask the manufacturer to do that so now they're right. saying it can they, be, now they're right. saying it can be warmer well that's what they're that's what they want them to do downgrade their requirements so it doesn't have to be you know such severe cold storage all right no, Whether, okay. you know so i'm I'm thinking if uh these companies determined that it needed to be this cold to store and, and last change it what's that going to do for it stan you got another yeah, I, minute go right ahead what else i i guess i guess more experiments you know on on the people taking it, it's okay you know it's you know live guinea pigs you know it's 
that's just what they're doing. Didn't so, you get anyway. your vaccine? <laughs> did, did, did you get a vaccine? No. Oh, okay. Well, Steve. Mark and I are guinea pigs, I guess. We both got it. I'm no, glad well, I got and, it. And I hope everything works out for everybody. The long-term effect is yet to be determined. That, that's 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 my theory. I figure in five years, if it's still good and everybody's still alive and nobody's being damaged, then I'll consider it. Until then, I'll just stay away. I am. The key long-term effect is greater intelligence, more common sense, and a better ability <laughs> to re- okay. reason. <laughs> what? You don't believe me? All right. Are you an example of that, just out of curiosity, Mark? (laughs) Thank you, Stan. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. Appreciate the call. Eric, last caller before a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call, and a very happy Flag Day to you all and to all the men and women like my dad who served our country to defend our flag. So thank you to all them, the many who fought and died. Um, Get your flags out today, folks. It's an important holiday. Um, you guys probably going to disagree with me, but I tell you, watching the president and the way he was um, acting on the uh, world stage really reaffirmed my thought that America is back on as far as the world's concerned, and we're no longer the joke that President Trump was. Have you had this uh, fever very long, Stan, Eric? Stan called, his, Stan called them <laughs> leftist countries, but, but let's remember, these are our trading partners. These are our traditional allies against communism. Folks, you hear that? allies against communism and and, uh, things that uh, a lot of folks died for, for freedom and for democracy. And these are also democratic countries, Uh, unlike uh, Russia, who who we know our former president kind of kissed up to and was friends with. Uh, Watching the president, I I felt affirmed. I really don't care that uh, he may be flubbed up a little bit about a a Libya or whatever country you say he, he, he misrepresented. I concern about the relationship we're having with other members of NATO, with our trading partners. So you and think I it was, thought he's, he's doing a good job. So you think it was wrong for President you th- the way it should be. You think it was wrong for President Trump to hold our NATO allies to paying their fair share? I don't. I think he was absolutely right to do that. That, that's an argument or so forth, uh, but the, the bottom line is he was a buffoon. He was a buffoon seen as a buffoon by, by the rest of the country. Well, he was a buffoon uh, who put America I, I first. What do you think about him uh, elevating the toady in North Korea by agreeing to meet with him, being played for the amateur, which he is, and then turn around and now we're in a worse situation than ever with a potential nuclear power. Really? Well, how is the situation worse than ever? He hasn't done anything in a long time now. He's been relatively quiet. Uh, as to, come on, Joe. You, you know he's been shooting larger and larger rockets. And yeah. that's the truth. <laughs> I didn't know that. Laugh all you want, good friend. That but was me. We are that was, that was Mark. Nuclear power than we were in 2016 that prior w- to the time. Wait a second. That, uh, Wait a second. That was Mark who laughed, not me. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was Joe. <laughs> laugh what you want, my good friend Mark, but okay. we are closer to nuclear proliferation than we were before. Oh, See, that's excellent. the way you liberals go. You accuse us conservatives of everything, even when be, we don't do it. Be, oh, come on. Be, you, you call me a liberal, but you're just assuming I'm a liberal. But uh, go ahead. Well, it's a fact that appears to be in evidence if the shoe fits where it. 
I wear the conservative label. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> what else? Anyway, there? but seriously, I, I think President Biden, you know, put the gaffes aside. If you want to put the gaffes aside, that's fine. But I don't think that President Trump did the wrong thing by expecting people to live up to their commitments. We live up to ours. We actually exceed ours. So when these people signed an agreement to join NATO, they agreed to contribute 2% of their GDP, I think it is, to, to their defense. And asking them to put up their shut up, I think, is a fair thing to do. And Trump had the guts to do it when Obama and every president before him let it slide. I'd say that that shows that President Trump had the courage of his convictions. Joe, read the text and, and, real quick. And what, happened, oh. and what happened as a result of that, that position? Well, they, they didn't like it, so I'm sorry, but the, the, they signed the agreements. They agreed to what they, they said they would do, and President Trump held them to it. One of our and, e- now we ha- and now we have a, a Russia which is, is seeing weakness, and of course, as Russians always do, they, they go in after it. And now even Putin says, you know, our relationship is the lowest point that it's been because uh, he, 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 played, he played our previous president. Did you see and the interview? We'll, we'll see. Uh, uh, are you saying that our relationship with Russia is better uh, did, did, since the last five years? Did you see the interview with Putin? Over the weekend, did you see the cyber attacks that have occurred? And I'm we know asking, they're coming from Russia. Uh, I'm right. just saying that President Putin's words don't match what you're saying. He said so. Thank you so much, Eric. Really, really appreciate yeah. the call. Thank you, sir. And one of our emailers. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good day. Yes, one of our emailers has a comment for you, Eric. He says, "Eric, so tell us why." No, it's Eric. 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 So tell us why Biden is okay with Russia supplying energy to Germany instead of buying U.S. energy. Eric Biden is a dementia-riddled old fool. Oh, I was going to say, man, we don't know what the last word is, but we... Buffoon. Oh, you think it's a buffoon. Okay. All right. On not that really, note, but that's a word you would add if it were about President Trump. Dan is not gluing the nation back together. Or, I'm sorry, Dan is going to help us glue the nation back together when we return. 1-800-795-9565. i got a couple of open lines. Call us now. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Probably the single most patient individual in all of Union County is now on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. It's Dan. Hey, good, good morning, guys. I don't know how long I'll last on here, but I'm calling about Friday. You had op- open phones. Nearly open callers. phones. Nearly Friends open phones. called in and... She was the only new caller, but she represents the majority of the people that listen to your on-the-mark broadcast. 
and she stated some very conservative opinions. Then she brought up the subject of God and the Bible, and she does not want God kicked out of WKOK on the mark. And she represents the majority of the people that listen to this. Most of the people that talk to me that recognize my voice, which you can't mistake on the phone or off the phone, mm -hmm. they, they appreciate the God Bible calls in your program. You can't have all so-called secular material. It gets rather boring after a time. You only can beat the dead horse so long. And then religion, the same thing over and over again, that's not beating a dead horse? It's, you can have a vibrant discussion on religion, scripture, truth. <laughs> who's going to decide the truth, Dan? There's a lot of different truths. There's several hundred Protestant sects. There's Catholic Jews. Religion is divisive all over the world. People aren't united in religion. They're divided by religion to a certain extent because everybody believes something different. We're just not in the business here of telling you you're going to hell if you don't believe what I believe or that you're not going, you don't have the right idea. That's between you and your God. It's not for, for us on the radio. What we're here to discuss... Joe could do, as my lovely bride has done occasionally to me, say, look, honey, I am part of the one true church, but he doesn't do that. Because well, I realize that not everybody agrees right. with my faith, and I don't, I don't force it down anybody else's throat. Say, oh, no, Lutherans are the one true church. Anyway, go ahead, Dan. You, you still have the floor. You know, we don't even have to get into hell. And I don't think in my whole time I ever talked about the Bible I've asked people that listen, I, they said, you never mention hell. And I don't think I ever did. If I did, it might have been once. But we can have a vibrant discussion on truth. How many times have I brought, brought up evolution. Oh, every time. You bring it up all the time. You bring up the fact you believe the world is 6,000 years old when science tells us it's multiple millions of years old. That's not the kind of thing. That's a, not a productive discussion, Dan. You and I could have it all day long. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change mine. You know, so we talk about issues here that, as the promo says, that involve the life and times of people in the Susquehanna Valley, things that affect issues that affect them. Religion is a choice you make on your own. I mean, whether it's because you were brought up that way, which is my case. I was brought up a Catholic. I stayed a Catholic. I believe Mark was brought up a Lutheran and stayed a Lutheran. You know, but there's not nothing to be gained by the two of us debating whose faith is right and whose faith is wrong and what the Bible says about this and what the Bible says about that. I mean, there are different versions of the Bible. There's the King James Version, there's the American Version, there's a Standard Version, there's a Picture Version. I like the plain English Version. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, this is all, it's wonderful. I mean, I'm glad you have faith, and I respect you for it. I respect Mark and his faith, and I hope he respects mine. But we're not going to debate it every day on this program. That's not what we're here to do. Enough. It, it's sad you can't discuss your faith. I can discuss my faith. I don't think the audience cares, Dan. I don't think the audience. I don't care. Yeah, it's based on the book. Which it. book? The Bible. Whose Bible? The Vulgate? The, the Quran? Apocryphal? Or <laughs> Apocryphal? No. You know, it, it, we're just there a dog only, chasing his talk. There is only one Bible. It was taken from the Textus Receptus and the original Hebrew. 
Now we have translations, some of them not so good, but of course. Well, how can they be bad if if reliable? If the Bible is the inspired word of God, how well, can any interpretation be bad? I can answer that. A man layers on his own two cents. Okay, well yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So now we're into you, we're now we're into doctrine, human fa- fallibilities, and we're just a dog chasing his tail. Dog. That's why they now, call it dog. You had scholars translate the different scriptures. Dan, we're, we're at the top of the hour. Thanks for calling, Dan. We're out of time. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Call back for another minute. Yeah, he called attention to Francis' call. Fabulous call. Best call we ever had on the show ever. Super ultra-conservative, nice lady who uh, espoused probably about five different good conservative viewpoints in five minutes. So it was a great call. We'll take 100 like it. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show, which thousands... You greatly resemble him. Are you sure you're him? (laughs) Thousands of people in the audience are nodding their head. Yipper. Especially Stan and Dan. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we love all of our callers. So, yeah, please call us. It's an open day. We'd love more first-time callers. Ben set a rule that I tried not to enforce on Friday. First-time callers only. So we'll take... And we ended up with uh, Francis calling the... The great conservative woman from Union County. So we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. We started out talking about President Biden and his experience at the G7 summit. And uh, Joe was uh, gloating ear to ear the fact that President Biden made some mistakes at the podium. So uh, that makes it a good day for Joe. Uh, Joe <laughs> McGranahan and uh, some of our good callers were I, I don't think that talking he, about him making mistakes is good for anybody. I think it just shows that he is overly tired and he is gaff prone, mm-hmm. you know, and he has a list of reporters he has to call on in order. He said he'd get in trouble if he didn't. Mm-hmm. He's the president of the United States. He can call on whoever he wants to. All right. Right? See? Joe's See? happy. Joe's happy. <laughs> Joe McCranahan is happy. No, I, I want the president to succeed. I don't want him to fail. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our open line. We're having nearly open phones. We'd love to talk to you on the market sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at Sunbury. Motors.com. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Always include the keyword OTM if you send us a note. There was an injury accident earlier this morning on Route 15 near Lewisburg. That is now clear. It was near the intersection of River Road, uh, CSR, Central Susquehanna Regional 911 that covers Union and Snyder Counties. <clears throat> tells us uh, that uh, the all clear has sounded there and traffic's back to normal. There was a slowdown in northbound 15 after that accident occurred. The uh, ceremony that was set for tonight at American Legion Post 44 has been postponed. They were going to hold a flag retirement ceremony plus dedicate the new permanent facility for those uh, ceremonies at 6 p.m. at the Northumberland Point Township Post 44 on Route 11 near Northumberland. Leaders of the Legion, when the day comes, will conduct the ceremony, including the playing of taps, leading a prayer, and there will be a firing squad salute prior to the retirement 
scent of hundreds of flags that accumulate at their flag collection site there. The burning of worn American flags is a tradition that is always conducted on Flag Day. Uh, this year, at that, that time, they'll also dedicate a new facility built by a local scout. Legion spokesman Dick Simpson says that Cooper Roush of Sunbury, a member of Boy Scout Troop 333 at Zion Lutheran Church in Sunbury, completed the project for an Eagle Scout Award. The public is invited to attend that. When it is rescheduled, we will let you know. As of Friday, Evangelical Community Hospital closed their COVID-19 testing site on St. Mary Street. That's the off-campus site that they've been using as a drive-through testing facility. In a news release from the hospital, they say individuals with COVID-19 symptoms should contact their primary care provider, visit the respiratory clinic at Urgent Care of Evangelical, or go to the emergency department for evaluation and possible testing. Latest COVID-19 hospital updates, they they say, are at evenhospital.com slash virus. The hospital recently won an award, a Response in Caring Award from the Pennsylvania Early Learning Investment Commission. It was to recognize EVAN for their superlative and ultra-fast resiliency and making sure that they had child care set up and took care of working families who were struggling during the pandemic. The Response in Caring Award honors a business that took extraordinary measures to support their own working families and community through COVID-19 mitigation mandates that affected child care and school age care. And that's former Governor Mark Schweiker handing out that award from the Pennsylvania Early Learning Investment Commission. Evangelical developed a model for child care support with the Miller Center and YMCA and was one of four businesses across Pennsylvania recognized by the commission. A pen- the Pennsylvania Good for them. Right. Outstanding achievement. Well, yeah, it was just crazy how they did that. It was super. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania Capital Star is reporting Democratic Governor Tom Wolf promises he'll veto legislation that would require voters to show ID every time they vote. So, State Senator Judy Ward of Blair County and in our region, Representative Jeff Wheeland of Lycoming County want to take Wolf out of the process by proposing a constitutional amendment approach instead. That means legislation would go through the GOP-controlled legislature and be put on a public vote. Language for amendments must be passed in two consecutive legislative sessions, so an amendment could reach voters uh, as early as May of 2023. Uh, the Pennsylvania governor can't veto proposed amendments. Uh, let's see. Ward said, quote, time and time again, I hear from constituents who want to know why they can't, uh, uh, why they don't need identification uh, to vote, unquote. Uh, Wheeland is also quoted by Pennsylvania Capital Star. There is this legislation pending in Harrisburg to require ID, but the governor says he'll veto that. And finally, a celebration of old glory is today. On this day in 1777, the U.S. adopted the Star Spangled Banner as its official flag. Since then, the flag has been officially modified. How many times, Joe? History buff? How many How many times has the flag been modified? Yep. Uh, let's see. Forty. Uh, take 13 and uh, add on to um, 50. So uh, 13 times 32. Uh, 32. No, 26. <laughs> 26. Okay. Uh, usually after states. That's true. We, we admitted two states at a time a couple of times. Right. It's, you're like a whiz. The 48-star version was used for nearly half a century until the 49-star flag was unveiled in 1959. That only lasted two months before President Eisenhower ordered a version with 50 stars on it. And did you know a 17-year-old boy from Ohio designed the flag we use today? Robert Heft beat out more than 1,500 designs is in the best way to put 50 stars on the Stars and Stripes. 
Right. And now they've commissioned a 51-star flag in anticipation of the Democrats voting in the District of Columbia as our Mm -hmm. 51st state, Mm -hmm. Columbia. Oh, who knew? Disaster. (laughs) You don't want that. No, I don't. Oh, that's right. You're a D.C. no person. Okay. Well, come on. If you want to solve the problem, put D.C. into Maryland or Virginia. Okay. Then they'll get all the representation, have all the benefits, have senators, everything else. I wish they would do that because I just bought a new flag at Coles Hardware and I don't want to buy another one. Cindy, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. We've been talking about the G7 Summit and great calls to the show and the topic of your selection. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, first I want to talk about the G7. I was glad to hear someone else questioning President Biden's actions, you know, G7, as in seven countries belong, all of whom are our economic competitors in, in many ways, Germany, France, England, or United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, all of them compete against us economically. And yet our president goes in there, they wanted a billion doses, right, to help the, the poor countries of the world. I think that's a laudable goal. Wouldn't you expect that then that one billion would be divided by seven? <laughs> No, that's Aren't not we how all this equals stuff works. In that group? <laughs> if it were but, fair, it would be, yes. Yeah, that's not right, how it works. Right, which would be about 143 million doses that the United States would contribute. But no, <laughs> President Biden, being a show-off and free with other people's money, puts in half the, half the amount they want. You know, I, I think that's poorly done on many levels. I, there's no reason those other countries can't contribute 143 million doses. Well, a lot That's of those countries don't allow deficit spending. Well, and then they should tax their people more to put on this show-off behavior. Secondly, why in the world would they hold this conference in the United Kingdom when the United Kingdom, according to the news broadcast you just ran, is under lockdown for COVID? I mean, why couldn't they have just Zoomed this and let everybody participate? The whole world could have watched this, you know, back-padding hand-shaking behavior. Well, they didn't shake hands, they nudged elbows, right? Mm-hmm. A whole lot of press conferences, a whole lot of cost, and for what? To spend even more of our money. Finally, Mark, you often criticize President Trump as doing nothing about health care, and so I'd like to tell you something that he did that just helped me. I needed a study done, and uh, I called my, my doctor's office, scheduled it with, a, with the hospital. I called and found out that the study was going to cost me, not the price, but cost me $1,000. Plus, I would have to pay $120 to a physician at a second place to read the study, to examine it and give a report. Oh but I got on the phone and called around and got the study done for, are you ready for this? $105, including including the cost of having it read. Now, how did I manage to do that? Well, President Trump put in place a rule that the hospitals had to give you the price. And they gave me the price, and I thought, I'm not going to spend $1,000 for something that I can spend $100 for. I was in and out in 20 minutes. And that's something that President Trump has given all of us. So all the people that want to malign him, you know, you can find all the criticisms that you want, but this is a good thing that he put in place that empowers consumers to call and find out how much they're being charged for the very same process. 
Cindy, my only criticism of President Trump related to health care was that he kept saying he had a plan. He's going to unveil a plan next week. Okay, seven more days. And, you know, he never did it. You know, he promised it when he ran, and then he said it throughout his term. But other than that, you know, two of his six accomplishments, in my tainted view, are health care related. So he did just super-duper. Look what he did with insulin. Well, it's putting crazy. all that aside, the next time I need a study, I'm calling Cindy before I go <laughs> you anywhere. You need an advocate. <laughs> well, right. I didn't even have to advocate. I just asked, what is the well, Right. Okay. Now, the hospitals the gave idea. me a runaround. I had to speak to three different people to get an answer, which is just <laughs> totally unacceptable. Yeah, but I'm wanna... a, obnoxiously persistent about these kinds of what? things. What? I can't and believe And so, that. <laughs> finally, they told me how much it would be, and I promptly canceled the study there, because that's just ridiculous okay. to be charging $1,000 for something that, in a freestanding place, I can get done for $100. How did they, how <laughs> did they, Cindy, how did they justify not giving you the price right away? I'm curious. Well, they send you to this person, the concierge or whatever, and then they send you to the... Um, and I, I was very explicit. I said, I would like to get the price of a study that I'm having done. So she puts me through to the patient, you know, helper, concierge person, and that person passes me off to the uh, health something or other person. And finally, I get some, uh, an answering machine for somebody in the business office. I leave my message. The person calls me back looks it up and gives me an answer. All right. And I, I don't know why you can't, you know, if you call McDonald's, the person just <laughs> turns around and goes, that'll be two bucks. I don't know. I don't go there to eat, but, you know, they can turn around and look They don't have separate prices for separate behind their head. They don't have different you prices. how much a burger is. It's ridiculous <laughs> that they put you through this. Now, let me give everybody a tip. Medicare and the Office of Medicare, the federal government, has assigned every study, every test that they can do to you in the hospital, every procedure, every process, a number, a magic code, right? And that's what you want when you want, your doctor says, I want you to get, you know, this test done, and you say, what is the code? Because when you have that information, the code is the thing that they use at the hospital, at the freestanding delivery places, wherever, doctor's offices, everybody uses the magic code. All right, we so got you. you. Thank you. For that Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Cindy. Uh, Joe, the l- email of your selection says, Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Flag Day to you. I hope your flags are flying. Mine is. My question today, has WKOK's On the Mark program changed anyone's mind about any issue? Thank you. Have a really great day. Well, yes, we have, as a matter well, of fact. It's changed my mind many times. Yes, mine too. These are important. Listen to callers. That Joe's a natural-born listener. <laughs> so when we finally, So you say. <laughs> so we finally convinced him. So you say. That President Trump, well, never mind. You get the idea. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Stand by callers. We'll take more comers. We talked a little bit about the G7 summit and the accomplishments or the free spending of U.S. dollars, thanks to President Biden or President Biden's good remarks at the summit or his bungled words that Joe's gloating about today. We have uh, just had a caller on about President Trump and his health care accomplishments that uh, he enjoyed during his four years. And uh, we'll take more comers. Other topics, too. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, what's the first line of that uh, item we're going to discuss? Read the first sentence. Have a merry day off and a happy day off. 
just a day off, not a new Columbus. Columbus no, we're not day having any more holidays, thanks to the school district. Just we're a, just having days off. A day off. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WTOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe McGranahan has conceded that most of my points are correct. He just doesn't no, want to. No, the one on the top of your head's correct. The others okay. are pretty bad. Yeah, you are paying attention. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> he got sucked into his Android device during the break and was ignoring really sound comments from me. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Dan from New Berlin gets to enjoy one more minute on the radio. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning again. Why, Joe, you come across as an intellectual snob. (laughs) You might not be one, but you know better what the listeners out here would rather talk about than they do. And they're telling you we appreciate Bible God how about the people who write in and tell us thank you for thank taking that God. off the air? <laughs> thank God for what about off those Dan. people? <laughs> uh, well, that it goes to show you there right there is a discussion. Why, <laughs> why talk about God? Why bring up the Scripture? There's two opinions, and this is an opinion show. If I remember the program, right? Okay. Right. There's your minute. Thank and, uh, you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dan. Thank There's your minute. Yeah. Yep. Thanks Have for calling in. Well said, though. I think yep. he, and he nailed the top. I'm an intellectual snob. <laughs> hey, may I look down upon you? <laughs> you are a lot of things, but intellectual. Was, snob? No, you, you're not a, even intellectual. <laughs> I think of an intellectual as, well, like an egghead, you know, like a professor that uh, talks about, you know, lofty theories and googly things that well, people Well, you remember why when we started, just for like. the sake of putting a cap on this, we started this policy the day somebody called in and referred to the Catholic Church as the great whore, which I understand that's... <laughs> what some people believe, and that's fine, but we're not in the business of insulting people's faith. So let's keep it secular on this program. And, you know, I'm sure there's a wonderful religious station somewhere in the area that has a talk show uh, yes, or a place is. where you could express your opinions. I know that. And I think true. they're probably best suited for there. We've set up to be a We've set up to be a secular show. This isn't a religious radio station. It isn't, um, you know, you, if if the subject of God comes up in a news story. For example, we've covered when people, we thought there was a war in Christianity at mm-hmm. Christmas time. Which there is Things isn't. like that. Well, then it's okay, you know, to discuss the specifics of the issue as they relate to a current event. 
That's fine. And when that happens, we'll, 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 we'll discuss the topic and we'll open the phones. Well, faith touches everything, but it, does. it doesn't have to be the center but of the your show. But faith, your faith isn't my faith. My faith isn't your faith. The fact that we have faith is important. I commend Dan for his religious zeal, you know, and I understand he's a very sincere man who uh, loves the Lord as he sees the Lord. And his Bible truth maybe isn't my Bible truth or your Bible truth, but it's his. But, you know, it's not necessarily something we're going to dwell on every day. If all the program did was discuss whose religion is right and whose religion is wrong, it wouldn't be a very I'm useful program. i cut you off, Joe. I'm sorry. That's my minute. <laughs> You've gone too far. <laughs> Eric, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we have, uh, we have religious freedom in the United States. That's great. But we also have the separation of church and state. So let's talk about state. Mark, I have to correct you, and this is a pet peeve of mine, and I apologize. <laughs> when seven uh, members of the American Legion or the Veterans of Foreign Wars get together and there are rifles involved and they're shooting, they are not, not a firing, a firing squad. squad. I'm glad you caught that. I'm glad you caught that, Eric. They are an honor guard. <laughs> Eric, I am so glad you caught that. I didn't want to say anything, but it just struck me as odd when he's reading the story and said they're, they're putting a firing squad together. <laughs> I, I, I thought, okay, so the four points have to be shot yes. now for burning flags. My gosh, so how, how far right can you be, you know? But no, uh, I, I, I'm kidding aside. Yes, you guys are did. Uh, no, you, gentlemen and ladies. Now, wait a minute. Let's has, get uh, up. You, chaplain, you said firing squad. Honor guard, not a firing squad. Well, hold right. on a minute. Let me tell you. You what said, said firing squad, no, Mark. Yes, you did. <laughs> it says a, a rifle squad is part of the salute. But you said firing squad. I did. You said firing squad. <laughs> oh, All right, you got me. You now, sure? Mark, real quick, I, I'm out of time. So why why is there seven of them? One for each day of the week that we've lost a soldier? <laughs> no, Joe, you know why there's seven of them? Um, no, I don't remember that, to be honest with you. Well, they, they fire three times, and then it's a 21-gun 21 21 salute. salute. That's right, okay. Number, so. So and why is 21 significant? Times, 21 gun salute. Yep. We've always yeah, we'll fired 21-gun no. salutes, and I don't know where that came from. Where's 21 you know where that from? came from, Eric? Smarty. I do not know. I'd, I'd be very interested to hear if someone has that to call in. I'd be very interested to hear that. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. Okay, but, thanks, but, yeah, Eric. Honor guard, honor guard, honor guard. Not firing squad. <laughs> the only time we talk about firing squads is someone, I think Utah is the only one who uses firing squads anymore to execute. But, you know, other than that, Pennsylvania will use honor guard. Thank you. Thank right, you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. One of our good listeners. Appreciate your call back. Says, we do need a firing squad, but I'm not naming names here. <laughs> No, I wonder. Yeah, we don't know. Supposedly my friend, but you just never know. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You read the first sentence and yeah. all the rest. All right. Have a ha merry day off and a happy day off. That's the message from the school board of Randolph Township in Morris County, New Jersey, which unanimously voted Thursday to remove holiday names from their academic calendar following an uproar over renaming Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day, according to reports. Now holidays like Thanksgiving and Memorial Day, as well as Jewish holy days like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Christmas will simply be listed as day off. If we don't have anything on the calendar, we don't have anything, anyone with hurt feelings or anything like that, said board member Doreen Roche. Another board member, Ronald Conte, reportedly said before the vote that I don't think it's really it's the board's responsibility to be naming these holidays. Either take them off or just adopt whatever the federal or state governments are doing. 
According to the local website TAP into Randolph, up to 125 people attended Thursday's board meeting to oppose the Columbus Day change, which the board approved unanimously last month. The website reported that the Republican state senator, Anthony Bucco, was among those who attended the meeting and spoke out against the change, while three members of the public spoke in favor of the change despite being outnumbered by supporters of keeping Columbus Day. Other residents reportedly objected to the fact that the initial vote to rename the holiday was taken without public notice. The vote to strip holiday names from the calendar reportedly caused confusion, with some attendees reportedly yelling, what happened? What did you just do at board members? Hmm. Of all the insanity. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that an interesting idea to... would that not make the calendar like totally innocuous? You could never be offended again by anything that you see, or oh, but, heaven forbid, somebody would be offended by something. <laughs> well, not offended, <laughs> but I mean that you know it's it isolates you know like Christmas is really just for Christians, or Yom Kippur is for members of the Jewish faith. So, but you know when I went um, to school, the Jewish kids got off on those holidays, but right. we, the the others did not. So how are they going to call up? What are they going to call the day off that the Jewish kids get that the other kids don't get? Jewish days off? Day off for some people. <laughs> I don't know, but it seems so asinine it is, to me so, that it's So ridiculous. Memorial Day will be listed as a day off. Day off, Oh, right. well, that's wrong. Because that's a national holiday. And then, of course, school traditionally starts at Labor Day or after Labor Day, day but off. there won't be day off. Monday is day, a day off. Day off 37. We start school day <laughs> well, off 37. Yeah, that's true. There's quite a few. Okay, so this is a school district that has adopted a calendar that uh, revised changes in their calendar so that instead of saying Christmas or, or well, it would be uh, each day, like for 14 days on or about Christmas, Christmas to the rest of us, on or about December 25th, there'll be a bunch of days off. Well, and that's well, all I, it says. doesn't say Christmas vacation. Well, while I think what they did was stupid, I can understand their frustration at having to fight a battle over whether to rename Columbus Day Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, that's a val- that's a big debate in this country. You know, we've we've had whole programs where we went back and forth on that important topic. So I think that's that makes sense that they would discuss it, and it makes sense that you know if they had the majority, they would call it Indigenous Peoples Day instead. Uh, but this idea of switching everything to just Day off, <laughs> so on the well, the Fourth of July is summer vacation. But so we don't have Thanksgiving Day. We're not giving thanks. We're we're having day off. Day off thirteen. Well, on Friday, people always wonder why do you have Friday off after Thanksgiving? You know, it was uh, Black Friday, is what some people call it, but it's just a day off. Well, are we? Is that a holiday, though? I mean, does that qualify for no, being it's renamed? Still not a holiday. It's no. just a day off. So Easter is uh, well, Easter's day. on a Sunday, so it wouldn't really count. Well, they wouldn't have that on their take calendar. Off Easter would they? Monday. Well, that's true. They do. So, yeah, that's true. Well, on the first day of deer season, December first. What are they going to call that? Well, first day of deer season. Yeah, but it's only <laughs> being taken for one reason. It's a day off. Yeah, well, you know, they used, to, they used to give days off <laughs> around. Me confused. They used to give days off around here for the Bloomsburg Fair. They gave a day off a Wednesday. I well, think yeah, it they was. didn't call it Fair Day. No, at school. It was just a day off. But you know, taking away these ho- these holidays were created by the federal government uh, <laughs> in honor of something. You know, I mean, we have Mother's Day. Is Mother's Day? We don't take the day off for Mother's Day, but are we no longer oh, to call okay. that a day? Are we no longer to call Father's Day a day? Or, you know, are these now just well, you could put on the calendar both. You could say 
nationally, this is um, Yom Kippur. So nationally, this is, or for well, globally, this is Yom Kippur. But if you don't own a holiday, if you don't name it, why even have it? Why would you have a Memorial Day if there is nothing on the calendar that says it's Memorial Day? Well, kids are already out of school and by frankly, then. And so frankly, I'll that's be honest with you, I don't care whether you call it Columbus Day or Indigenous people. Well, yeah, I do. I think it, I don't think Columbus should have had his own day anyhow. That's between me and my Italian But are Indigenous people the next logical <laughs> person to get it is what you're saying, right? Well, no, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, we shouldn't be giving a day off for that anyway. So, I mean, I won't argue that point. Okay. I still felt it, it was like Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Are we going to cancel that because some people might be offended? Ooh, that would be listed as just a day off day on off. this calendar. You know, and I, I've felt all along that, you know, you start naming days after people and you run into some people who think, well, gee, I don't think that person deserves their own day and that person deserves maybe a week, not a day. But, you know, it seemed to me that the, sur- the solution there would have been to have Great Americans Day and then have Congress designate which Americans are celebrated on mm-hmm. that day. That just makes more sense to me than, than For singling. Martin Luther King Day. Well, for anybody. No, uh, for, for any day. You know, for George Washington's birthday, uh, Abraham okay. Lincoln's birthday, you know, famous American. We designate every Every year we name one more famous American we could to be designated. Right, you could rotate on We could there. have a Joe McGranahan day. No, I don't think I'd ever qualify for it because I'm an intellectual Ooh. snob. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, very appealing on this show. Your intelligence <laughs> plus you bone up on Fox News, I'll tell you what. I got my funnel stuck in. It contributes. But seriously, I mean, it just it, it, it strikes me as being a ridiculous way to solve the problem. You know, you don't want to come to grips with the issue. Well, it's passive-aggressive. So <laughs> I mean, really. Well, I guess it is. Oh, I give up. Let's just call it a day off. But, you know, what you could do is on the school calendar in the school district say, this is Yom Kippur, and then a line that says, oh, and coincidentally, it's also a day off. And, hey, guess what? Here's December 25th. Nationally, and it's a national holiday, Christmas Day. But guess what? Coincidentally, separate line, separate part of the calendar. (laughs) It's a day off. But it's not coincidental. It is well, a deliberate. <laughs> that's that's true. disingenuous. It look, I mean, right. that's, that's what they call that's sophistry. <laughs> this, this Cleverly <laughs> deceptive reasoning. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, that's me, baby. All right. But, you know, I, I, if they want to have an argument about Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, but uh, about um, Columbus Day, you know, in a heavily Italian area, trying to get Columbus Day taken off the calendar is going to be predictably a difficult thing. You know, St. Patrick's Day, for us Irish, we want that to be a day, too. We want old St. Patrick to grant us a day off. Well, there's better Italians <laughs> to raise up than Christopher Columbus, I can tell you that. Well, sure, there are, and there are better people, perhaps, than... Um, Trying to think who else? Well, you know, we we have Presidents' Day. There are some presidents you and I would agree shouldn't be honored. Right. What (laughs) if if we are combining? Why don't we just call it Lincoln and Washington Day? Because that way we're still honoring some great Americans. Well, we used to have we used to get off for Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. Those used to be yes. Oh, both. both. Okay. I think in Pennsylvania you got off for Washington's birthday. I'm not so sure about Lincoln's, but some states did give Lincoln's birthday off too. And, you know, so that makes sense. They're great Americans, but having a great Americans Day rather than a President's Day would make a lot of sense to me. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We've got one call coming in. Do you think it makes perfect sense, as I do, to eliminate all of the references to all of the holidays that are really being celebrated on the calendar on this particular school district and just put 
day off. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone. Call us, tell us if you think that's a fabulous idea or a terrible idea. 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, we talked about a wide range of topics, including a good uh, school district around here. Just got rid of all the Christmas holiday and Thanksgiving, all the references to Columbus Day and President's Day. And just put, Actually, if it wasn't a, around here. It was in Morris, New Jersey. Well, that's fine. That's close enough. It's <laughs> East Coast. It's on the eastern half of the U.S. It's uh, east of the Mississippi. And uh, so they just call every day day off. I think it's a Great idea. Joe thinks it's dumb. What's your view? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Now, we talked about President Trump and uh, his health care accomplishments, both of them. And we talked about the G7 summit and President Biden. So we got a vibrant open phones day today, 1-800-795-9565. Chris is patiently waiting to talk about G7. So go right ahead, sir. Well, you know, uh, Trump wanted to make it the G8. And he had nothing but praise for the most part for uh, Russia. Uh, Putin. Well, wasn't it originally the G8? G- it was. With, uh, Biden's treatment of what Biden's treatment of Putin would be. Yeah, it was the G8, but Russia got kicked out. Yes, and who wanted them back? President Trump. Well, does it make sense to exclude them, do you think? <laughs> Yes, Joe. Why? Why? I mean, don't you think we should be talking to people? You're not much of a conservative. Don't we think we should be talking to people? I'm asking you a philosophical question. They interfered with our elections. How's that for a start? Uh, Okay. All right. So let's interfere with theirs. How's that for a start? Is that a good start for you? But still, are we? Should we be talking? Should we be talking to people? They kill their political enemies abroad. What, what more well, so does want? so does China, and we're letting we're talking to them. Oh, okay, it's we're okay. We're talking to them, yeah. We're talking to China too, but they aren't part of the G7, are they? So, what's the criteria for being in the G7? Is it because so you're an economic you power? It's existed for some time now. I'm thinking it's because it is an economic development organization that's working on improving conditions for everybody in the world. In theory, it's the free countries that are economically significant. And so by the way, who let the who let the Russians in? That she doesn't seem to listen to me ever. Is that uh, the United States has two thirds of the GDP in the G7 and 43 percent of the population? Okay. Which which uh, might have something to do with how many uh, shots we're providing. Plus, we're trying to be a leader. Because having the, the the disease run rampant in other countries in the world is very dangerous to us too. Well, I, but I think she's. So it does make some sense. There has been a call for President Trump was probably the loudest to to make all these participants and all these global initiatives pay their fair share. No, no, he wasn't. Uh, Obama really started that seriously, but he was working on them as allies and friends, not as as uh, people to browbeat for political reasons. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, what else, Chris? Okay. Yep. And now let's. I wonder if you still think Barr was such a great attorney general. Now that we we'll see some of the things coming out about what he what happened. Now Barr and. 
the previous Attorney General. Uh, Out of curiosity, Chris, do you know yep. who was President of the United States when the Russians were admitted into the G8? No. William Jefferson Clinton. It was in 1997. Yeah, what were they doing then? Well, I'm sure they weren't well, loving, were they peace-loving, wonderful people they, then, they were they? Oh, yeah, they've changed. Of, uh, <laughs> a lot of shackles, and they actually had a little bit of genuine democracy that appeared to be working at that time. In 97, I submit to you that was in the 80s when it was Glasnost and yeah, when it well, was President Reagan. encourage them to continue it. Right, so we, we encouraged them to continue it by throwing them out and not talking to them. What, uh, when did they get thrown out? Well, you tell me. It was, uh, I think, just a few years ago. Right. It was a few years ago. But right. in, they were let well, in in 97. Go. Exactly what I said. But I don't, ah. it, they won't, weren't thrown out. They were thrown out in a Democratic administration. I think they were thrown out during Obama's time. Yes. So what happened? You're I saying they killed people? I the specific incidents now, but they, they did a lot of misbehavior uh, during that time. Well, you know, there was a lot made, and you, you oh, made it. Oh, probably the invasion of Crimea. Well, that could have been, but here's the point. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, why do you bring... Because you we need to... It, and it's, it, it supports my position more than yours. No, why I'm just you saying... going on about it? Because I think the way, you, the way you're looking at things, I think, <laughs> is wrong. I think we should be talking to these people. You made a big we deal out of... Well, let me finish. Let me finish. You made a big point about President Trump. Oh, he's sucking up he's to the Russians. To Wednesday. All right, but so President Trump was trying to talk to these dictators, if you want to call them that. He was trying to negotiate with them and talk to them. I think that's no, a right... he was giving them praise, and he was insulting our, our allies at the same time. So what ally did he insult? All the NATO countries. How? By asking them to pay their fair share? That's an insult. By how we did it, yes. Okay. Well, they weren't doing it when they were at being asked nicely during and, and the Obama, Obama years. started that. There was a two- or three-year plan in place for them to, to bring it up. But they didn't do and it. All, he did, all Trump did was move it forward a year or two, and I really don't know the results of that fully. They announced they were making plans to do it, but what's actually been paid in, I haven't seen the recent report, so I have no idea whether they followed through or not. Uh, apparently they did. On CNN this morning, they referred to an okay, infusion I of cash. Sure of that. I hadn't heard. No, CNN apparently thinks they did. Okay, well, that'd be good, but... The, that's about the timetable that the uh, since he started at the beginning of his administration, it didn't happen to the end. Trump's that's about what Obama's schedule was anyway. On it, it was two or three years period from uh, that it was supposed to happen. Now, whether it would have or not, I can see that maybe it wouldn't have, but I don't know for sure. Of course. Now about Attorney General Barr. Okay. Uh, apparently, the there was confiscation. Of, there was uh, there was the seizure of phone records of Democrats in the intelligence committee's uh, phone records and emails and their families and some and all their and all their workers and. Somehow this happened under Barr, but he didn't know anything about it, he claims. Now, how does the Attorney General 
get the how does how does the Justice Department do you think? What kind of Justice Department would confiscate representatives phone records for an investigation and put a gag order on letting anybody know that it's happening? Three years in a row it was renewed. Right. And the Attorney General knows nothing about it. <laughs> so he says. All right, tell thank me you. How, how a great Attorney General Barr was. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. How he doesn't want to talk on that issue. Well, okay. your time is up. I've been told to stand down. I did not. Oh, <laughs> I said no oh, such thing. You always listen to Mark and you never talk over him, right? <laughs> nope, never do. <laughs> Only no, when I'm trying I to speak. Thought, I, I, I see that every day. Thank you so you much. You never do. That's thank right. you. We intellectual you snobs. Say sensible anyway. Well, thank you, and neither do you. <laughs> neither do you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I that... do. I just did for a whole five minutes now, yeah. probably. <laughs> it's closer to eight, but anyway. All right. Thank you so much, oh, Chris. Well, I'll have fun. Thank you right, for taking it. Actually, he did make sense for five minutes, but he was on for eight. So, <laughs> was those last three minutes where he wasn't. So making yeah, sense. your president, your favorite president, spying on Democrats. Well, you... no, he was spying on people in his own administration too. <laughs> oh, but they okay, were trying well, to pin. Okay. They were trying to pin down leaks. So right. if you're trying to pin down a leak, do you want to announce that you're investigating somebody or do you want to do it quietly so you don't ruin their reputation if it turns out that they were not responsible? Wasn't he a whiny baby, though, when he was investigated? Well, I'm talking about <laughs> he's talking about the attorney or his general. Campaign. He's talking about the attorney general. Well, I realize that. So, of course, Bill Barr wasn't knows he nothing. a whiny baby? So, the whiny yes. baby would have been President Trump, in right. your opinion, okay. right? About his campaign being investigated, but it turns out he's investigating his political enemies too. Well, I don't think he was investigating political enemies. Oh, he was trying to find out who was who was leaking. that these are all Democrats, including the children of the Democrats. Well, which you is know, strange. President President Obama tried to track down leaks in his administration too. Every president has done that. I don't know that there's something inherently wrong with it. Well, then why weren't any Republicans? who are the biggest leakers in there Washington. There were people in his administra- Trump's administration, I assume they were Republicans, that he was coming down on. It was, uh, I forget who the reporting was this morning. It was somebody fairly prominent. So it's an, he was an equal political squishy. Well, no, if you're trying to find out where the leak was, do you really care whether it came from a Republican or a Democrat? You want to find out who's leaking important information out. Or the teenage son of a Democrat. You just never know. Or Joe Biden's son with his computer. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, we are going to wrap up our show with one final caller. we got a couple of texts and emails. We'll read as many as we can, but we got to give Butch his due. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, Mark and Joe. Morning. Been a long time since I called in. 
uh, yeah, they should go ahead and uh, make a holiday for Reagan for his birthday. Oh, Joe I would agree with that. <laughs> He's yep. the one that said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yes, he did. Yeah. He ended the Cold War. Yeah. Does not President's Day already honor him? In general, I don't think it does. Yeah. Not sufficiently. No anyway. more or less than it honors Millard Fillmore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whose greatest accomplishment was inspiring a great cartoon. Well, no, supposedly he put the first bathtub in the White House. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's Didn't it. happen, but that's yeah. it. <laughs> and we've been soaked with deficits ever since. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Like right. I said, it's been a long time since I've called in to you, Mark. Yeah. And I used to call almost every day. Right. I appreciate that. All right. We'll call back tomorrow with more wisdom. Well, we're glad your phone's working, so call us back. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take care. You guys have a great day. You too, Butch. Right, Take you care. Too. Appreciate that. Text, upper right-hand corner. Okay. Text. Chris, the Intelligence Committee was leaking classified info like a sieve, and those leaves were coming from Democrats, of course. The DOJ should have investigated. Uh, Chris, Biden is helping enrich Russia. He's Putin's puppet. And one final insult to Chris, Biden is rolling over for Putin, lifting Trump's sanctions, allowing a completion of the pipeline, bringing Russian fuel into Germany instead of us selling them the fuel. Okay? Right, now emails. And the email says, and I want to move it to where I can read it without straining my neck, if you don't mind. Uh, the reason President Trump suggested Russia be invited back into the G7 to become the G8 again was to, to due to the fact that many of the conversations among the seven countries were in reverence to Russia and how they related to each country and the EU economics. Russia was thrown out after the invasion of the Crimea. NATO is 300 to 400 million wealthier because of the Trump policy. Pay your fair share if you want to be protected. The DOJ was investigating the possible leaks of information classified Congress is not immune from prosecution of crimes, is it? And the caller might need more research or maybe some other sources. So right. there, Chris. All right. And then the next one pops right. straight up. Oh, so the in the idea of on the idea of just having a calendar that says days off without saying why you're why celebrating. Right. So why don't we just eliminate the days off? Then there will be no problem with the name. <laughs> There's a thing. We don't have any days off. I'll bet that if it was the alternative, the name would be insignificant. So if we don't get the days off, if there's nothing to celebrate, why do we have the days off? Why those particular days? Maybe there are better days to give off than those days with respect to what would be important if we didn't celebrate something. To, to Well, that's true. The January, February, March holidays need to be better aligned. There's too many. Right. And December. I mean, it's cold in December. Let's have all the all the days off in the summer when it's nice and pleasant. Right. Shouldn't have any in January. Let's just tough it through January. We had cr holiday Christmas break and New Year's. No, no, no. We're not having those anymore. They're just days yes, off. But they're not those. even days yes, off. Yes, we can have those. And then uh, then in February, of course, we have Martin Luther King Day off, but it'll just be listed as day off, and we'll stick President's Day well, in Thanksgiving there. Well, Thanksgiving makes sense because it's at the end of the harvest. Okay. So they were giving thanks for a good harvest. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. We don't know the exact date of the birth of, of Christ that we celebrate on December 25th. We don't know the exact date. So, so I wonder if any of our listeners do. Call us say, now right. and tell us. <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble again. <laughs> uh, 
Upper right-hand corner. Oh, is that it? That's, I just read that, that. That's that one. Okay. Right. Okay, you hit delete when you're done, All Joe. Right. It's not that hard. Then uh, this country was not founded on separation of church and state. It was founded on cooperation of church and state. Yes, the founders did not assign a church as a state church, but read most of the fathers, uh, read most of the fathers' writings, including Washington and the references to the Almighty. Okay. Okay. And uh, let's see. There you go. That's I remember the, last the one. day. I remember the days when conservatives were outraged about accusations that the Obama administration was spying on Trump during the 2016 campaign. Now that it's been revealed that the Trump administration subpoenaed Apple for data on prominent Democrats, I fully expect conservatives to be just as outraged. <laughs> oh wait, they won't, because conservatives are hypocrites. Oh yeah, conservatives. They own hypocrisy. Yeah. Right. There's never been a hypocritical <laughs> Democrat. <laughs> never. Well, I think that that is true. Well, if there we find has, one, it'll be the first one we've ever found. There has never been a uh, a uh, conserv a uh, hypo- hypocrite who's a Democrat. Hey, everybody! Guess what? You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.